you extend your roots downward and outward in search of water, minerals, and fungal allies. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. There are some animals and plants that seem unreasonably beautiful. So beautiful, it begs the question of why the efficient hand of evolution would have allowed for generation after generation to perfect this beauty and bestow the gift to their offspring. Cardinal flower comes to mind, but then I think about how a hummingbird and other pollinators are so fixated on seeking that color red in search of a nectar reward. But what about the hummingbird itself? Is the flash of a male's ruby throat a warning to feathered interlopers? A signal to an eligible female about the vigor of his genes and condition? I suppose those make sense too. But what about a fish? Fish are always part prey and part predator in the fish-eat-fish aquatic realm. And there is perhaps no fish in New England, dare I say the world, as beautiful as the topic of today's feature, spawning brook trout. Brook trout, also known as square tails, brookies, or speckled trout by our Canadian neighbors, are not actually trout at all, but rather char. Char, like arctic char, bull trout, and lake trout, can be readily distinguished from the true trout by their characteristic dark patterning with lighter colored spots, whereas true trout have lighter coloration with dark spots. During most of the year, brook trout are silvery along their flanks with light speckling punctuated by red spots haloed in blue. Their bellies are white and accentuated with black highlights, a color pattern that is repeated on the leading edge of their red fins. Their backs are typically olive green with gold squiggles called vermiculations. Come fall, the brook trout don their spawning colors, and all colors become more rich and vivid, and their flanks blaze with fiery red. For a fish that needs to stay camouflaged to both avoid predators and ambush unsuspecting fish, mice, and insects, these colors may seem gaudy and outrageous. That is, until you understand their native range. Brook trout are native across the eastern U.S. and Canada, and south along the Appalachian Mountains. In the U.S., Maine is a special place for brook trout, as we have more lakes and ponds holding more of these fish than any other state. But in the glacial, cobble-strewn rivers and ponds where they are native, a brook trout's colors offer perhaps the best of camouflage against the varied array of glacial till. Pink granite, silvery mica, dark diabase, white quartz, all covered by greenish algae. Come fall, the spawning males with their added fire red can advertise their vigor and healthy condition to would-be mates. Intellectually knowing how well adapted brookies are in all their fantastic colors does not take the marvel and mystery out of it for me. One would think the fall fish, a native to the same rivers, ponds, and streams as our brookies, would exhibit similar coloration. But while still beautiful in their own right, fall fish are mostly silver with a dark back. And when they spawn, their cheeks blush a muted grayish purple. So the brook trout offers to my eye some of nature's finest art, equal parts purposeful workmanlike utility and colorful jubilant flair. So while the season is still a bit early for the brookies to be actively spawning in most streams, they are still exhibiting their pre-spawn behavior and colors as they migrate to gravelly sections of streams or spring-fed ponds to spawn. So if you happen to live by one of these special fishing areas that is still open this time of year and you have a fishing license, 
you could try your luck at catching one of these beautiful native fish. But do take care, as even in some of these open waters this early in the season, you may find brookies eagerly defending a red, the gravelly depression of a nest. If you do, enjoy the sight from afar, but please do not cast to them. We need successful and vibrant spawning brookies to ensure there are abundant trout for generations. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 